Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to FestPod, the unofficial rock festival guide. I'm Neil Wilkinson for this special takeover announcement episode. So let's find out who we've got with us today. We've got, if we head down south, we've got Lee. Hello, Lee. Good evening. How are we doing? I'm all right. You're letting your, you're letting your hair grow, aren't you? I've noticed. Well, we're coming into festival season, so generally speaking, I do let it grow a little bit, so I've actually got something to uh, headbang with. Oh, I thought you were planning a, a do, planning a new hairdo or something like I that. I have so. contemplated this week dyeing um, it pink for download. Oh, please do. Yeah, please do. I'd love so, you know, to see that. Remember last year I dyed it bright blue, or what was supposed to be bright blue that. for, obviously, yes. the download poster. This year I might, I might do pink, so we'll uh, see how it goes. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. I'm sure we'd all love to see that. Uh, and further north in the Midlands, we have Shorty E. Hello, everyone. How are we? I'm all right. Good. Um, how, how are you, Neil? Because I've not I, got I, much to say this week. Haven't you? No, I've had a Why? pretty, pretty boring week. Well, to oh, a degree. I see. But, okay, well, just working, yeah, is it? Just just working. Um, no, no, not been to any gigs this week. Oh, not this week. No, that was last week. Went oh, to I see. So, oh, right. Sabaton. So you're between Not the same gigs. Gig, but that would be pretty okay, sick. That's all right. But yeah, that's pretty much it, really. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, because this is an amazing special takeover announcement episode, we have some special guests with us. We have. Who am I going to mention first? Look at your faces there. <laughs> <laughs> we have the amazing Hevs with us from Scotland. Hi, guys. How you doing? I don't know where you're from in Scotland. Where are you from in Scotland, uh, Just I said Glasgow. Oh, how nice. Yes, I, yeah. I'm there often in my I'm not, not going to tell you exactly where in case anybody tries to hunt me down and kill me. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I'm, I'm just at Glasgow. <laughs> I'm sure your dogs will protect you, would they? Oh, oh yeah, they would. <laughs> You've got vicious dogs. Vicious dogs, yeah. Very vicious, yeah. Yes, that's right. Very, very vicious. <laughs> Labrador, known to be and... one of the most vicious dogs on the planet, after all. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Big, large teeth and, and everything. And we've got Trish with us as well. Hello, Trish. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, thank you. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Yes. Are you, are you fresh from the gym? Not today, no. I've I've not been for the last week. Unfortunately, I've not been very well for the last week. So this is oh, the no. first anyone's seen of me in over a week. Um, Do you so, know yeah. what? It's a good point, actually. Get all your illnesses out of the way now. Yep. So that we've got a download free of illness and we can just enjoy ourselves, can't we? We're less than 50 days to go, so get all oh done now. Oh my God, I've got yep. three stone to lose. <laughs> um, I'll have it. That's fine. 
Uh, plus, now we've got an, uh, an extra special guest now. We have the amazing Charlie Bowes from Seething Akira. Good evening, Neil. Good evening. Nice to see you. Thanks for joining us on this special announcement. It's good to be here. Uh, I don't know where you're based, actually. I'm also down south in Portsmouth, so right by the sea. Oh, blimey. Okay, I'm actually paddling somebody... right now. You can't see it, but I'm paddling. <laughs> so we don't often have anybody that far down south. It's usually sort of Oxford level that yeah. we, we reach. Uh, but uh, Portsmouth, wow. Can't go um, much it... further or you're in France. Well, yeah, exactly. What's it like to live in Portsmouth? Is it nice? Okay, so pros and cons. That's a really long answer. It could be. But um, oh. genuinely, it's really nice. I, I love the city, but it's like everywhere right you've got some not so great areas and you've got some nice areas but you get good weather so that's pretty good oh that's true yes of course yeah down in the south whereas uh hev's never never sees the sun you never see the sun in glasgow do you no well maybe <laughs> maybe for an hour in july <laughs> i was oh. gonna say this tends to be there tends to be a day one day because yeah. I'm from, I'm originally from not very far from where Hevs is as well. So oh right, I grew up, up there. <laughs> yeah, a day a day yeah. a year, sometime in July. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so um, let's get started with the announcement. Let's have a look at uh, some amazing news, which uh, uh, we're all waiting for. Sorry for for wasting your time with introducing the hosts because no one's interested in that. You're not listening for that. You're not watching for that. You're only watching or listening to find out who has been put through for the body takeover. So <laughs> I won't waste any more of your time. Hevs has yeah, the details. I do indeed. Um, so just... Um as a bit of a starter before we announced the bands, we had 527 bands apply this year. Um, and the standard, Is that a record? Yeah. Well, no, I think we had more. 2008, was it, 2018, we had nearer 550, but this year we had 527 yes. bands apply. Um, wow. the, the, the standard of talent was off the charts. It was just such a difficult, difficult decision. Um, we managed to get it down to 23 bands in the final shortlist. And those were the bands that we chose, the five bands who we'd be playing from. Um, and we, we had 15 people on the panel, and that's not including Trish um, and our other admin, John. Um, I tend not to comment on the bands because I, I, I want to be sort of, I step away from it and let everyone else do it so that it's not, you know, I'm, I'm not very involved in that stage. I just let the panel crack on with it. Um, only you can't possibly stay impartial because you see them all coming through, don't you? You can't not have a look. You can't not oh, press yeah, play we, on a few of those videos. Yeah, I, w yeah. I watch them as they're coming in. I mean, the very first day that we opened submissions, I think we had nearly 200 bands apply on the first day. Just just under, yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. even in the country that day because um, I was actually in Switzerland for work when we opened the the um, submissions because mm -hmm. I was five minutes late doing it because of the time zone difference because <laughs> I got my emails mixed up. I thought um, you got drunk and forgot. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it was like just under 200 bands and it just kept going. Yeah, wow. and um, every day there was just more and more and more. And, yeah, you do, I, you know, I do listen to them as they come in. Um and the more I listened to them, the more I thought, oh, my God, this is just probably going to be one of the hardest ever years. And it really was. Um, you know, wow. Charlie will probably talk to you about that later because he was on the panel this year as our guest judge. Um, but, yeah, so we, we ask all of the all of the panel members to submit a spreadsheet with all their favourite bands on it, everyone they like. And that could be one band or it could be 100 bands. It's entirely up to them. Um, and then I take that list and I put it into another spreadsheet and I figure out what bands are appearing the most across all of the all of the, the spreadsheets and there were some really clear clearly obvious favorites on there um there was a couple of bands that were appearing on 13 and 14 spreadsheets so that was you know really wow. something they were really standing out from the start um and then other bands were, were going on there so we, we kind of take any bands who show up on four or more spreadsheets and trish and i will then go through them and um, at, at that point, we we make some decisions about because we literally had well, about 
30 bands that came across yeah. on four spreadsheets. So we had to we had to reduce that. So we then start looking into their backgrounds, what they've done in the past, you know, what, what they're doing touring-wise, what they're more digging a wee bit and more into their live stuff. And we kind of have to hmm. dwindle that down a bit. Um and, and we ended up with 23 bands on the on the shortlist, as I said. So yeah, it was a it was a very, very, very difficult decision. And these guys are working on a very tight time scale. Um they, they don't really have any more than a week to decide on these bands. So they are literally glued to listen to the bands for a whole week. Um and it's a that's tough uh, thing to do, isn't it? All those it is, uh, yeah. I mean you you've not got hundreds of people working on this, have you? It's just uh, no, like a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> well, 17, 17 people, 18 people max. But I think that that's a fair representation of different musical tastes, um, different styles. People that so it's people who go to the festival, it's people who are in the music industry, it's people who you know not necessarily in a band, but they they may be managing bands, they could be doing fed you know podcasts, music, music fans basically, yes. um, and, and and that's the kind of people that we look for on the panel, yeah. and people who can be um, you know th- that can judge it fairly. And they can step out of their comfort zones and and look at the bands and appreciate them for what they are. It's an it's excellent such... band, really good live sets. You know, they, they, something yeah. that they need is something they'll appreciate. They're at a stage in their career where it's really going to launch them, um, you know, and give them that next step. So that's that's the aim anyway. So yeah, for a week, the guys were in a super secret takeover um, headquarters, um, and all they did was listen to and comment on the bands comment on all the different aspects of the bands the style their videos their live videos their edited videos you know what where they've played before you know have they played bloodstock have they played other festivals you know have they are they playing the smaller festivals like takedown festival things like that um and critiquing them basically and and looking to see balance them off against what's on the main arena and see is that the type of music that's playing this year do we have that representation in the in the main stage are the fans going to be there for the bands? Um, and we've we've come to a decision. We finally got down to five bands, and and then we oh have a couple days where we discuss what the actual lineups going to look like. Where where are those five bands wow. going to sit? And ask. Oh, it's so exciting! Me, I give ask everybody to give me what their idea of a perfect lineup would be. Every single person picked the same band to headline. There was absolutely no discussion there. It was just everybody said this band. Everybody was like, perfect headliners, perfect headliners, perfect headliners. I was like, great, brilliant. The openers, perfect openers, perfect openers. It was just those three bands in the middle. There was a lot of difference. But today we decided finally on the lineup and, and where those bands are going to come in that. So let's crack on and um, we can tell everybody who they are. So let me just yes. my, uh, let's do it. my list up because I'll forget everything. So the first band that we are announcing for the 2023 takeover at Download is Andromedus. These guys are an electronic metal hybrid outfit from Western Supermare. Um, they class themselves as electronic music, primarily dubstep and drum and bass with crushing metal riffs. They're made up of a DJ, two guitars and a bass player, and they're bringing to the takeover an arsenal of heavy hitting tunes. Comments from our panel this year were one of the favourites due to having a solid show idea and a great style, and someone else commented, I fucking love everything about them. So something a bit different. <laughs> they are an instrumental band with a great live show, and they're very tight. So I'm looking forward to see what they bring. What do you reckon, Charlie? I, I, I'm, you know, crossover electronic metal. I'm, I'm quite a fan of that stuff. That's quite <laughs> really? nice. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I warm to that. But yeah, just utterly incredible. Like you say, tight. They really are tight. It's great to check out the videos that are kind of produced and live. You know, to see them playing live, and um, God, some really chunky riffs. Um, they kind of masked up as well, which is you know adds to the mystery. But yeah, really like those guys. I do love a band that wears masks. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, these these guys were one of my top when we when we did a the initial listen through and then the B the shortlist listen through. I actually played them for my husband as well, and he was um, rather a decent fan now at this point. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there was lots of positivity from the panel for uh, these guys. Um, I, I genuinely don't think there were were any negative comments about them at all. Um, wow. You know, other than other than a, a few people asking if an instrumental band would stand up on that stage and, and 
be you know, enjoyed and I don't think there's any doubt at all in my mind that these guys will put on an absolutely fantastic show that will have people absolutely bouncing. Amazing. Who's next? So the next band um, <clears throat> to uh, be announced for the takeover for 2023 is North Atlas. Uh, these guys hail from the lowlands of the Sol Wafer. They are Scottish, yay! <laughs> <laughs> They're bringing with them enigmatic electronics with a bold anthemic song, uh, writing skills. Uh, they're filling the void between popular favourites like Biffy Clyro, Bring Me the Horizon, um, very unique style of, uh, of, of rock, uh, which I really enjoyed. Um, some of the comments, and, and the comments for these guys were absolutely hilarious. Um, who doesn't want to see a Thor lookalike belt out some chains? Because they've been seeing these guys and the very first thing people noticed was that lead singer looks like Thor. <laughs> wow. And another comment, which I believe came from <clears throat> someone here, can you ask them to bring the rest of the Avengers along with them? <laughs> 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 so yeah, bit, bit of fun with that one because yeah, he, he does tend to look very um, Thorish. Um, oh my god, wow, I'm going to be up the front. It's very popular <laughs> with, the, with the panel. Um, really good live show, really good energy, a unique brand of, of rock music. Really looking forward to seeing what they bring. Wow, amazing. What were your thoughts, Shorty E? I mean, I do want the rest of the Avengers there, pure and simple. Um, but no, they're very, very good. Um, they're very different to to a lot of bands um they very much stood out in their style so yeah very very good very excited for them and i'm i like four so why not <laughs> lee uh what are your thoughts on hearing of this what, what what's running through your mind um i actually I've, I've come across uh north atlas a couple of times on tiktok um and that's really exciting to hear that they're that you've announced that they're playing um I've, I, I've, I mean, I'm, I'll be checking out every single band you mentioned purely just, I, I love these sorts of, the sorts of things you put on, like the boy takeover and like the metal to the masses sort of, um, battle of the band stuff. Um, North Atlas, especially that's quite exciting. Um, I really, I've enjoyed seeing everything they've put on social media recently. So yeah, that's a wicked choice. Amazing. Charlie, any thoughts? I'm, I'm jealous of the singer. He's too attractive. <laughs> um, shouldn't be on stage basically um, but apart from that the the band's really good he's got some great vocals as well but i can to be honest only echo the, the the guys it's 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 quite a nice kind of crossover rock that they have there it feels like traditional but current i know that makes no sense but that that is how i feel about them um really really nice and i, I hadn't heard these guys at all before going through this process so you know it was excellent to find an awesome band that i didn't know fantastic all right who's next okay so the third band that we're announcing for the takeover for this year is a band called crushed by waves uh, they are a, a gritty alternative four-piece rock band from the northwest um, they only released their debut single ceiling in late 2020 and they've been touring in the last few months uh, comments from our panel were catchy on record and this translates really well to the live set. Uh, their live mission showed high energy and the drummer stole the show. Uh, and their writing, stage presence and performance is incredibly high for quite a new band. So yeah, again, looking forward to seeing what they bring into that middle slot. This, the, do you know, that, that sounds amazing. Trish, what do you think? These guys were ones that... As have said, they got quite a lot of support from from the panel. Um, for me, they were a band that they're gonna sit really well with the Avalanche crowd that we've got this year and the kind of Avalanche style bands that you tend to find. They sit really somewhere between metal and emo, which is really nice, um, and they're just a little bit different. Again, very new, very young, but you can feel that because you can feel the energy that's coming through from them when they're performing. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to see what they bring with it. Charlie, so I've seen these guys a couple of times and super impressed. I'm for, considering how long they've been going. The the songwriting and the catchy hooks that they've got is just 
really, really good. Um, uh, a really great bunch of guys as well. You can tell that they're thoroughly enjoying doing what they're doing, which is just a beautiful thing to see. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm expecting big things from them in coming years. Eamon? Yeah, so so what really sold me on these was was not just their music, but how they translate it live. And for, for such a new band as well that haven't been on the scene that long, especially half of that being COVID, they, they really have their live presence nailed. Um, they translate it in terms of their sound, in terms of their presence. Um, and yeah, they're just an all-round class act. Lee, the way that uh, Hebs described them sounded amazing, didn't it? Are, are you, do you know these guys? Do you know what? The, the name rings a bell, I have to admit. And I've, I've just tried to have a look on my phone to see if I, if I recognise it. And yet again, it's, it does sound very interesting and very intriguing. I'm actually a, li- I'm actually a bit gutted and, to be honest, I have a slap on the wrist because I'm not doing the full week this time, this year round. So I'm not actually going to be able to see anything, which I'm actually really up- upset by, especially after the announcement of all the bands of the main download as well. Um, but these are bands that I definitely get to check out. Um, and I love discovering new stuff. So, yeah, um, I look forward to listening to them. I feel like these guys would be right up your street, Lee, to be mm-hmm. perfectly honest. Out of there's probably Wicked. one other coming up that I think would really set with you, but I think these guys hundred percent having heard some of your music taste in the past, yeah. I think these guys would set really well with you. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. Amazing. Who's next? There's your homework. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah this is what this i said this already like this is what i love about the body takeover um it, it it gives me this opportunity for homework before coming and seeing seeing live i did it i've been doing it every year since i've been going to download and even even last year with uh yourself charlie i obviously i'd never heard of the band before um obviously you got announced uh just before the pandemic or during the pandemic, I can't remember now, but I spent two years listening to see the Nakira borders red method. And when finally getting to see them last year at the takeover, it was absolutely insane. I think actually I might've missed borders because I took a smack in the face during your set um, and end up in the medical tent. <laughs> Sorry, It was w- w- worth it. It was amazing. It was worth it. well that's good good to hear and bad to hear it was worth it it was fine it was all right he had his face glued up (laughs) yeah that's fine go on hevs who's next so the um penultimate band um that we're announcing today um are confessions of a traitor um these are a, a quite heavy but melodic band hailing from london um, they've got really melodic elements um, combined with absolutely brilliant crushing grooves. Um, some of the comments that we got from the panel um, were big yes from me, good on record, seem to hold the quality alive uh, and they're so ready for an opportunity like this and they very much have that crowd bouncing for sure and finally super energetic and a great stage show. Uh, so yeah, wow. the, these will be the fourth band that we're announcing today. Incredible, Shorty E. I'd like to hear what you've got to say. That is me. Um, yeah, so so for me, these guys really kind of, you know, when you sort of hear something for the first time, it just clicks with you straight away, and you kind of just associate with it. I didn't have to go uh, go back and replay stuff. It was just. There was just something about them that really clicked with me. Um, they've got really kind of catchy riffs, catchy hooks, catchy choruses, and they're heavy as well, which really helps. And, and their live stuff's really good as well. So, yeah, a big tick in the box for me. Really looking forward to them. Charlie? I hate to go on about attractive frontmen, but but <laughs> S- <laughs> Steve, the front the front guy, is just he's just a giant, uh, and he like he, he looks incredible. He's so good on stage. Great stage presence. Um, the band's been around for some time now and you know, I've seen them live a few times and they've just improved so much over the years. And um, it's definitely one of those bands that I think they're just excellent at what they do. And this sort of opportunity for them is is like really well earned, you know, it's one of those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, really pleased to see them get through. What do you reckon, Trish? Well, 
I had my head buried in my phone there because I, funnily enough, I've got a spreadsheet with all the bands we've ever. Of course, <laughs> you know. of course I've got a spreadsheet, yeah, um, and I was trying to, I was trying to remember. Um, these guys applied in 2019 and 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2020, they got through um, like out of the first lesson, all the rest of it, and like to see them as as Charlie says, to see them progress, improve, and and really keep moving up. It's fantastic. So to see them get to the point this year that they have, um, it's like it's a huge tech for us. Like, you know, seeing that the guys that apply year in, year out and they take away some of um, watching the takeover with other bands, things like that. They take it in, they go away, come back, improve, submit again. So to be able to put a band like that through and onto the stage this year, it's huge because, you know, as Charlie said, the guys have been around for years. So seeing them, that hard work pay off, I think it's going to be an amazing set. Um, As have said, they've got such a unique sound with the kind of melody and melodic stuff and that really kind of heavier side to them as well. So I think, um, especially being penultimate on in the stage on the day, I think it's definitely going to be one to watch. This does sound like an incredible lineup so far. What do you reckon, Lee? Yeah, this uh, confession for traitor band that I've 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 heard of again, and just listening to the way you're describing them has. Can anyone just sneak me in for this week for the for the download weekend so I can see this because <laughs> I've I've missed a trick here. I really have. Um, the lineup, even so far, even if you were to go ahead with these four bands, it sounds amazing. Um, so yeah, that, this is awesome. Um, I'm actually worried about who you're going to announce as the headliner because it's just going to make me have FOMO even more. Yeah, yeah, I think you're going to feel this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a this is, this is the other one. This, one. this is the other one that I thought would be... But you know what, I'm actually really stream. worried now. Yep. <laughs> well, I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I don't want to hear this. I, I'm, I'm... Yeah. Go on. <laughs> you, you, you may want to lie down. <laughs> so, Put your fingers um, in your ears, Lee. Let's get on and announce our final band and the band that will be headlining the takeover this year um, is a band called October Ends. Uh, These are a four-piece metalcore hardcore band from Newcastle um, who were so popular with everyone on our panel. Um, They were on almost every single uh, spreadsheet that was handed in to me. Um, I personally really enjoyed listening to them. Um, I was really pleased to see them on the, the on the spreadsheets, on the, and I was really happy to see them go through to the the final selection. And the comments that we got from the panel, um, one of our panel members said, "When I got to this band, I ended up going down a Spotify YouTube rabbit hole, listening to all of their other songs." <laughs> um, and another comment: "Great music, good chemistry, and excellent stage presence." They've taken this a stage further. They've fused metal core and death metal. It's interesting and really compelling to Ooh. listen to. These guys are actually out on tour at the moment. Um, they're playing West and Supermare on the 27th, Camden on the 29th, and Newcastle on the 30th. Uh, you can see their website for details of venues. Uh, so if you're in those areas um, and you can make it along their gigs, I would strongly recommend that you, you attend. These guys are absolutely phenomenal. I absolutely love them. Um, and there wasn't a person, I don't think there was a person on the panel that didn't like them. So, yeah, those are their headliners, October 10th. Lee, you are practically bursting. <laughs> well, considering, considering that I, I can't, uh, considering, like I said, I can't be at the takeover, I've actually just quickly done a Google search of when they're playing and I've actually got the, the um, I got the gig on my phone. Um, I'm very tempted to buy it now, but I have plans on the Camden date, <laughs> which is a shame because, yeah. <laughs> That lineup, oh, well done, guys. That's awesome. Seriously, that's a good set, good set of bands. And yeah, I'm, I'm truly, truly gutted that um, as it stands, yeah, I'm only doing the Saturday. Um, but yeah, I wish all the bands the best of luck. I hope you, all got, you, you five have a, have a great time as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit gutted, but all the same. <laughs> Trish, let's hear your thoughts. Well, October Ends for me were the standout band of the whole thing. Like literally mm-hmm. every band we listened to, um, them and Andromedus for me were the two that that were absolute musts. So to have the takeover kind of 
bookended with those two for me is fantastic um listening to them they are a band that again is going to sit well with that avalanche crowd um nice little crossover with some of the kind of dog two style bands that we have um but they've they've also had a slight foray into the kind of um rap rock world as well and they've they've done i think they've done a video with kid bookie who is playing this year as well so they've got basically all the tick boxes and for for me, this is the type of band that needs the platform for the next step for it for them, you know, getting them that um exposure. But I'm just really chuffed that they're at the top as well because I'll be doing the quiz for some of the lower down bands, the RIP oh, quiz. But yeah. I will actually be able to get up yeah. to the takeover in time to see these yep. guys and oh, I'm great. rather excited. Are you gonna fangirl again? Probably. <laughs> Definitely. Let's, 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 let's be honest. Trish had a little fangirl moment last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, to be fair, was... I do I do most years. I think the yeah. year that the City is Ever's plays, that was the mm-hmm. one. <laughs> that yeah. was the worst yeah, one. Yeah, that was um that was great. But yeah. Eamon, let's hear your thoughts. I mean, pretty much echoing what, what Trish has said, but when I was going through the 500 bands this year, I had a ridiculous scoring system, which which I regret in all honesty because it was complicated and it took me <laughs> twice as long as it should have done. But these these were probably the only band, I think, on my list that, that scored pretty much top marks in every single box. You know, there was there was a lot of talent in there this year, but these were the absolute standout for me. Um, yeah, without a doubt, their live stuff's great. Their music's fantastic. I will be running with Trish armed with various forms of alcohol yet again to the takeover after the quiz. Um, <laughs> and it's it's going to be a manic time. It's going to be lovely. Charlie. Yeah, I, I just think these guys have just kind of got everything. Old Shorty there talking about ticking the boxes. He's, he's right. It's just like everything they do well. Um, loving kind of like the diverse nature of what they do and they are really good at it like i mean it's yeah. it's obvious you know they're, they're extremely polished as well um but they have that stage presence and like for them to be headlining they're just gonna they're gonna just smash that that uh, is clearly gonna work um and i think having those guys at the top and having uh the likes of andromedas around uh north atlas the whole lineup is really nice and diverse. And yeah. that's one thing that I really liked seeing um, in this whole process. So, yeah, just um, just a great lineup and a great headliner. So, um, out of the, was it 527 something mm-hmm. bands that applied, we've got a cracking lineup, haven't we? we I think there's a, a, a great selection there that uh, everyone can look forward to seeing. So uh, the takeover this year is happening on the Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. Yep, it's on the Wednesday. Um, we normally kick off about five. However, this year with us having bands in the arena on the Thursday night, the organisers are trying to have to squeeze a bit more into the, the Wednesday night. So we've been pulled forward a bit. So the takeover will kick off at 2pm this year um, and will be on till 6.45pm. Um, we wow. will um, have a poster out um, later on this week uh, with all the band's names on it. Uh, and shortly after that, we will have, once we've figured out what time everybody's going on at, um, we'll put out a, a time near, near the festival, near the day um, of what time each band's going on. Um, so, so please don't email me and ask me and message me on the Facebook group and ask me what times they are because it happens every year. I get about a million messages going, "What time is this band going on?" <laughs> I've not figured it out yet. <laughs> Let me figure it out and I'll get back to you. <laughs> it will be posted on the Takeover page as soon as we have that information. So, commiserations to the ones who didn't make it, uh, but uh, you know you can always apply again for next time, can't you? Yeah. Uh, because it was, I understand, it was quite tight with you know some of them nearly yeah. made it some of them nearly scraped through but it was quite tricky to to, to narrow it all down and congratulations yeah. to those those final five um now charlie mm-hmm. you 
were one of those final five at one point, weren't you? I was, yeah. How did, <laughs> so you've been, you've been <laughs> through anymore. this whole process from the other, from the other side. Mm. Mm. Um, can you talk us through what it's like to... I mean, where, did, did you think... You know, when you applied, were you thinking, well, we've got a good chance. We could have a go at this. Why don't we just... No, 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 no. It's it's never like I, you never think this stuff's going to happen. You never think it's going to pan out. Um, and it, you know, like it's it's just such an incredible opportunity. Like, I mean, and it's so so hard. I mean, you you've heard those numbers, right? And and being on this side of the fence this year, and actually seeing the process, and you know, still to me, it's still mind boggling that we even got through you know it's it's so hard to get through um but there's just so much talent out there you know it, it's phenomenal but the opportunity you know it's, it was phenomenal for Steven Akira it come at an amazing time and you know super thankful for that it's uh it can definitely be a platform for any band that that manages to get on that stage and get in front of that sort of crowd and those people it just adds that visibility um but yeah yeah it's it's just phenomenal but but super super hard i do i had no idea how hard it was i was like i was close to tears on most days it, you just <laughs> n- number one the, the deadlines you know hev puts you under it right you know you you haven't got long you've got to get a move on um so so you, you've got to get through these things but you've you've got to make sure that you give the attention to every band right so mm-hmm. you know you, you're hitting some hours doing it um but also the 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 heartache of losing some of the bands that you want through um and simply just because there's you know five places is like extremely hard there's a ton of bands that deserve this opportunity but not everyone can get through you know i think at one point charlie made a comment on the um takeover um on the on the secret page saying why did nobody tell me how emotionally what was it what was the word you used? How emotionally distraught this is gonna make me or something? I can't remember what, what words you said. <laughs> it is, so it's, it's so it's so horrible. It's like, why did nobody tell me this is gonna tear a hole in my heart? <laughs> and it is, it's that difficult. Yeah. It's, and it's it's yeah. really, really I mean, Trish and I are used to it because we've been mm-hmm. doing this for a number of years now, but it doesn't get any easier. It doesn't, you know, we, we might be used to doing it, but we're still sitting with, with 527 bands wishing that you had all the stages and all the days and all the time that you could put every single band on, you know, um, and, and you, you want to give every single band that same opportunity, but do you know that you can't because you've only got five, well, it's usually seven, but we're down to five this year because of time constraints, but you've, you've got five slots. You can't put every single band into five slots and it is heartbreaking to, I mean, there were 23 bands on that shortlist and there wasn't a bad band amongst them. They were all exceptionally good. They were all really talented. They were all enjoyable. You know, they, they, they were all... Of course, some people lean more towards other bands than they do to, you know, to some bands, but that's that's just natural. But, you know, you've got to make the choice. It's got to be made. Um, and, and I know how difficult it is. You get so emotionally invested in it because... You do. You get so emotionally invested, right? Music holds something for people. And to spend so much of your time listening to this number of bands. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some bands that when that initial submission comes in, you click play and you click stop. Right, but for the majority, for a large majority of them, no, there are some where you just go, "What the fuck? No." No, um, I remember one year we had a guy who was just basically dressed as a clown, <laughs> petting drugs. Oh, I remember him. My God. Yeah, I was, we were like, look, what? Like, I think I lasted longer than 30 seconds out of sheer, like, I don't know what's happening. Um, <laughs> what's going but, on? <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, the large majority of bands that you listen to, you can hear the passion in what they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. And when you've listened to them for so much time over that short space you do become emotionally invested and attached to them they're bands that will end up in your top whatevers um 
you know, we've had a couple of bands over the years that haven't got through on the takeover themselves, but have ended up playing the courtyard stage in our IP. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, we're going to go and support them because, hang on, they were on my shortlist. Yes, I am. And yeah. you, you don't realise just how attached you get to them until you get to the point of somebody saying, but I think they shouldn't go through. And then you're like, hang on a minute. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no. That's when the <laughs> that's arguments begin. That. Yeah, that's you when know. the arguments start. And and people start saying, well, no, actually, I don't agree with this, I think. And 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 you have to, you know, you have to have people on the panel with that passion for the bands that they're listening to that want to support the, the bands that they like and want to push for the bands to play. And they do, they do, they give the reasons. They'll say, we want them to play because... You know, we we don't we think they're better. And when you get down to like the last ten bands, that's where it goes. You know, mm. they, they they then start you know popping at each other and saying, "Well, no, I don't agree with that." You know, I, I think this or you know, it's and it gets it gets really difficult. You know, there's bloodshed. Were there any bands tears. that caused any arguments this year? Um, was there? I wouldn't say arguments. There were a few back disagreements, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> discussions. There yeah. were a few. Yeah, there were a few. Despite the fact that I said that Charlie was an he really wasn't. There were a couple of bands. I felt beat up. There were a couple of bands that started discussions where it was around some of what they had done in the past. Did they need it? Was it something they were going to benefit from? And that's where you tend to find, and we we see this every year anyway, but that's where you tend to find you get the passion for the music, Mm -hmm. but then you get the other side of it of, well, do they need it? You know, they've played the Sophie Lancaster stage at Bloodstock, so not the Mm. new Blood stage, the Sophie Lancaster stage, and they're still playing in pubs outside of that. What are they going to do with this this chance? Mm -hmm. And that's where your kind of debates and discussions start, really. There were none that really caused out-and-out arguments this year um, uh, that I saw anyway. No, Um, Again, I was ill from a lot of the (laughs) way. Very, very polite. Um, but, although, although we did have one person who was perfectly willing to flaunt the rules <laughs> to have a band that he liked play, <laughs> um, and he made no bones about telling us that as well. But you know, this was a band that had, as Trish said, already played the you know the, the Sophie Lancaster stage at Bloodstock, who had had that opportunity, who clearly hadn't taken their band any further beyond that opportunity and we're now applying for the takeover which we we would consider the takeover something that you would do before you played the Sophie Lancaster stage at at, at Bloodstock so you know there was a bit of to and fro about that but overall they were a very well behaved lot this year they really were were actually Um, they were all very respectful um, considering they, Eamon was involved, yeah, we, yeah. Considering we need, we Eamon was there, that, you know, he was just there for the to, to make jokes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jokes about much. lead singers looking like Thor and sending them back to Asgard because he was too handsome. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it it was a it's, it's it's a very you get years where some people are a bit more. I wouldn't say aggressive with their opinions, but a bit more passionate with their opinions, a bit more driven. Mm-hmm. Because they really, really believe in the band that they're fighting for, um, and and sometimes yeah. it works, and you know sometimes they get the rest of the panel coming up and saying, "Well, no, actually, we think you're wrong, and it's, you've got to go with the majority on on that sort of thing." Yeah. Or we, we'd still but, be there uh, now arguing is, about it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it ultimately you, Hevs, who has to make that decision in terms of, you know, whether let's say Eamon's really passionate about a particular band, mm-hmm. and if he makes a really good argument, you go, "Oh, actually." Well, I, I don't make good arguments. Oh, don't yeah. <laughs> Eamon doesn't make arguments. He wears people down. Yeah. So obviously I'm, I, I'm the main organiser on it. So when the guys are putting across their opinions of the bands and they're, they're having that conversation, I, I, as I said earlier, step back from that. I don't go in and say, well, I really like these guys. Blah, blah, blah. I just let everyone else do it because... I don't want anybody to feel like they have to align themselves with me. And I think sometimes yeah, people right. can be subconsciously guilty of that. So if I went and I said, oh, I really liked October Ends. They're absolutely brilliant and a really good life. Somebody else might go, well, if Hev's likes them, then you know maybe I should like them as well. And, and I try and avoid that. And then I send Trish in. And Trish 
tries to like poke the bear a little bit and if if somebody says you know something about band just will go ah but this and she'll she'll throw in a little uh-huh. curveball and she'll give yeah. them something to think about and and then she'll turn the, and they'll go oh i didn't think about that and then you know the, the conversation then flows from there but ultimately if i felt that a band was being picked that i genuinely thought we're not going to go down well on that stage i i would veto it happily but I've never you have had in to the do past. It. No, well, have I, think, I? I think there was one. There was one band where it was, yeah, a um, couple of years back. There was mm-hmm. one band, and it was basically split, and it was down. Oh to, yeah, down yeah, to, it down was, to yeah. you and yeah, yeah. It came and down it, to me making the decision whether or not they played, um, and I went away and thought about it, and came back, and ultimately my answer was no. I didn't feel they should play because the comments that I was getting on the negative side were outweighing the comments I was getting on the positive side. Um, but and and again, this year there was a conversation again. We're going back to the band that had already played Bloodstock, and they were still in the running because people had had them on the shortlist. But when I did a bit of background digging and thought, well, you know, these guys have already played this really big op- opportunity. They've already had this stage to play on. And, you know, people were coming at me and saying, well, you know, we still think they should play anyway. So I had to say, well, actually, no, they don't, because that's the rule. We have a rule in place for a reason. <laughs> we can't just be seen to be jumping outside that rule whenever the fancy takes us. So we're sticking to the rule. Yeah. And I, I took them out of the running. You know what, Hebs? That, that was, like, really, really good to see at the time. Like, yeah. um, I, I hadn't even I hadn't even thought about, uh before like entering and doing this stuff with you guys i didn't realize that 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 rule was in place but it really mm-hmm. it's a really good rule right because it yeah. makes sure that yeah. bands that haven't had the opportunities are mm-hmm. are being able to get it as opposed to that so there there was a band that i was quite keen on that it changed my mind when that was flagged i was like oh yeah, yeah i didn't realize that but yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, in the background, Trish those... and I are looking. You know, Trish and I are looking at the background of the bands and looking where they've played before, and you know what kind of if they've got a record deal, who is it with? What kind of you know record companies it with? How big are they? How affluent are they? How much money have they got? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. all those sorts of things come into come into play. Um, but yeah, they, they haven't played, and in, in particular, we get a lot, a shit ton of bands that have played Bloodstock applied to, to play Takeover. Um, really? I would probably say, yeah. yeah, I would probably say like at least 150 bands. Would, would that be a fair count? At Bloodstock, least 150 yeah. bands. Yeah, yeah, easily. Bloodstock, Blood, Blood, Bloodstock, New Blood, uh, mm. Techfest, Techfest. Um, the various Hard Rock Hills. Those are the three big ones for us. Yeah, and it's yeah. always about where they play on those lineups. If it's <laughs> the New Blood stage, and it's because they've got through on metal to the ma- um, metal to the masses, yeah, we'll or they've had an opportunity, and this is the next step for them. Great, thumbs up, massive thumbs up for that. Mm-hmm. The same with Tech Fest. If they're playing lower down the bill on Tech Fest, because you get a lot of up and coming. Um, especially on the post post rock, post hardcore metalcore scene, you get that. That's where they go. So yeah, hundred percent. The same with with Hard Rock Hell. For all Hard Rock Hell's failings at the moment, like they do, they did have a history of bringing through a lot of newer, smaller bands. So mm-hmm. again, thumbs up because it gives us a chance to see what can they do on a stage. On a, on a festival stage, because it can be different from a normal gig. Um, but when you're talking about a difference between playing third down at Techfest, headlining Hard Rock Hell, or playing on the Sophie Lancaster stage at Bloodstock, that's where you kind of have to start to go, well, hang on, do these guys actually need it? And we work hard to try and make sure that when bands get through to the shortlist, they aren't bands like that, but there are going to be ones that slip through the net, and it's only really when you start to dig into them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It does make me laugh a little bit when bands literally submit them playing on the Sophie Lancaster stage, for example, for an up and coming. It's like, mm. yeah, we had we had one band years ago who played um, Whiskey A Go Go in in LA and submitted that video, and we were like, yeah, that's no. <laughs> Yeah, that's was, just there was, a no. <laughs> there, was, there was one band this year who submitted their um, download third stage um, yes, video. Yeah, they, they actually <laughs> had already played no. the third stage at Download Festival, and they submitted yeah. that footage to the takeover. Yeah, so that was an immediate no. Do you know that that was, uh, and and they were good. 
Um, they were really good, good. But, but they've they've had that opportunity. They, they, that's like a step back for them, really, isn't it? I mean, it's kind of like taking yeah. Metallica and putting them in the second stage to headline. You know, it's it's not it's not where you would put them. Um, but but yeah, it's 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 been it was it was good fun this year. Um, we had a lot of really good bands. There was a lot of difficult choices made. Um, the 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 panel were fantastic this year again. They you know, I, I do tend to drive them quite hard, as Charlie says. Um, you know, I, I'm constantly on at them. I need your shortlist. I need your shortlist. You know, I need you to make a decision. Now I need you to go and start talking about the bands. Now I need you to comment more. No, I need everybody to comment. <laughs> you know, it's co- I'm constantly on their backs. And, and they, they take it like champs. You know, there's nobody... Um, nobody complains. They just go, oh, okay. <laughs> and I don't no know, what that, about, I don't know what that says about yeah. me, but, you know, <laughs> maybe I'm just a really well, scary we'll be... person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll be chatting with the uh, the five um, bands who've made it onto the stage um, during the uh, the run-up to Download Festival. So look out for those chats. They will be forthcoming. Um, Charlie, uh, I, I, I need to know, did you have the sort of um, the, the sort of responsibility feeling for for knowing that your the fate of these bands, or at least partially, is in your <laughs> hands? Have I mean just because having gone through it, you know you've you've no knowledge really of what the the process is like. But now being on this side, you're thinking, well, they they really deserve it and they deserve it. And you because as a musician, I guess you're a lot more. <laughs> you know sort of connected to it aren't you neil these are feelings i was trying to get away from i've, I've done it now. i know i'm sorry to bring them up again <laughs> no no i'm, jo- I'm joking but I'm we joking. need to enjoy them as a group let's yeah. look at this as group therapy but yeah that's that's why that's why it like that's why it was legit i joke i joke but that's why it was legitimately quite hard and quite emotional because i understand what the opportunity is which is you know like I, I know how much bands want to do this. Like I really, really do. And and it's it is horrible when you've got to narrow that stuff down. But it, you know, with with just five bands, like it's like I said, there is so many bands that that could go down well. But there's only five spaces. But yeah, it was um it, the responsibility was definitely there, and and it's. I don't know. It was really, really, really tough when it got down to like those those final. Well, the tw- the twenty three. It was twenty three, wasn't it? Um, that that's when it really started to hurt because you know you're bringing. That's where people have really brought the bands that they love into that forum, effectively. And um, and when you when you start losing those and they're dropping out, that's when it's like it's hurting a bit there. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was it was tough. Any words of wisdom? for those five bands who've made it through i'm um, just enjoy it absolutely enjoy it let yourself go you know like look out there enjoy the moment because it goes really really fast it goes way way too quick um just uh have fun and um relax with it as well you know these sort of things can be quite nerve-wracking when you know it's bigger and bigger stages um but the bottom line is is that advice to these bands right everyone's played in front of two people like we've all done that we've all been there that's happened um but yeah you know every gig you should play like it's Wembley pretty much um so yeah that's my advice (laughs) (laughs) okay any other words of wisdom from anybody else any words of advice for these bands who are going to go up on the stage just enjoy it. Just enjoy yeah, it. Just second what Charlie was saying. Like just enjoy it. Express yourself in a way like you are headlining a massive arena or a massive stadium, and just have fun with it. It's it's. I love these sorts of things. Like the like I said earlier, the boy takeover, metals of the masses. I love these sort of things. It's just it's this this discovery of bands that again you'd never heard before. We've seen the likes of. Metallic, the Metallicas, Corns, and all over TV for the last 30, 30, even 40 years. And this is your opportunity to be that person. Imagine 30, down, 30 years down the line, and people can say, That's my favorite band now. And I was there when they first started. 
um it, yeah just enjoy yourself ex- be express as, as expressive as possible um yeah I, I, honestly i'm so jealous that i might not even, even be able to be there i can't the, the fomo is going to be insane so yeah i hope you guys will have fun for me <laughs> no we will <laughs> we will wasn't the body takeover where you first saw envisions <laughs> oh no oh, <laughs> this that down there <laughs> Yeah, this is that is what you first pre- saw them. Yeah, this is this is precisely what I'm talking about. Um, it was it was t- 2018, and you'd announced them, and it was again just a sort of a, a discovery that they were something a little bit different at the time. I thought, and then to see them live, despite the fact I was hungover when they came on because I'd been drinking during the day, and it was not a good. I had a horrible, horrible, horrible headache. Even during them, it was as this music suggests. It was love at first sight, and I have continued to follow them and support them ever, ever since. And I'm actually seeing them. Seen them now. I can't remember, but I'm seeing them again in a couple of weeks. Uh, they're playing. They're playing. Um, yeah, they're they're so playing. <laughs> oh, uh, playing Boston Music Rooms. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm venturing down that way to go and see them again. And yeah, really looking forward to it. But you love them as well, don't you, Trish? Yeah, huge, yeah, huge, 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 huge fan. Um, yep. I I kind of half knew about them before they applied for the takeover um, because they'd done some bits with the 500. 500 are a Nottingham band. They're a bit of a staple in Nottingham. Um, and I kind of knew of them through that. Um, I think they'd done MacFest, which yeah. was a local... A local um, day festival to us um so uh, these were one of the bands i fought for (laughs) it was one of those ones when i fought for them um because i they were for me that year they were something completely different and they 100 percent matched the um the way that the festival was going and similar to lee i've kind of followed them since all the way through um haven't seen them anywhere near as much as lee (laughs) I had a wedding to pay for during COVID, so yeah, not a lot of gigs. Yeah. Um, but they are a band that, for me, are the epitome of what the takeover's about and what they've done with it as well, right? Because mm-hmm. they've just gone up and up and up and up and up. They they are the epitome of a band that has used the takeover as a springboard and ran with it and gone with it. Um, to see them go from essentially what I think the first time I saw them at MacFest, Macmillan Fest, they were about halfway down the day. Last time, the last time MacFest was on, they were headlining one of the state, one of the, the rooms. Yeah. was incredible. I mean, I almost died that day. Um, <laughs> oh, that was yeah. weird. Yeah, you did. Sorry, sense it up. Sorry, sense it up. One minute I'm standing, because I went to I went to, to Trish's that weekend yeah. at Macmillan Fest to watch them, and I'm standing t- talking to Trish, and uh, I looked away, and when I looked back, all I saw was Trish's arse disappearing into the crowd, <laughs> arms in the air, like whoa! <laughs> and and I was like, where the fuck is she going? And she just straight and in the middle and starts whoa, throwing her arms around, <laughs> bouncing off of people, and I'm like, oh my god, what is she? <laughs> Crazy woman! <laughs> That's so funny. I got into One of the highlights yeah, I, of my life. That <laughs> I got into funny. quite a lot of trouble from my then fiance, now husband, yeah, for that. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah again they're just a band that similarly I've followed all the way through Um, you know um, I am a little bit gutted that I've not managed to get to this tour to be honest but again it's just circumstances haven't allowed Um, but yeah another band that I go incredibly starstruck and shy around despite the fact every time I see them they'll come and say hello because they obviously they know Heather and I and they're like hiya how are you and I'm like giggle 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 (laughs) even now years later still giggle 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 (laughs) so funny Fantastic. So make sure you turn up to the Body Takeover watch these bands you may discover a new favourite um, and you'll be running into the the crowd with your arms in the air. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Probably will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Um, well, thanks everyone for joining us today. Uh, follow us on the socials by looking for Fest Pod if you're new to us, if you're seeing us for the first time, perhaps, and you want to see what else we do. Uh, we've also got a Discord server if you want to uh, chat with other FestPod listeners, other like-minded people. Um, uh, look on our link tree for the address, which is linktr.ee slash FestPod. Um, we're also now on Patreon if you want to support the show with a small contribution to get access to our outtakes and support some merch. Uh, we've also got merch available to buy on Etsy. So uh, just search for FestPod on there to find it. And if you're listening to us on your podcast app, don't forget that there is a video version on YouTube. So subscribe to us there. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to us on your podcast app and take <laughs> FestPod with you. So you've got to do it everywhere. <laughs> so thanks for watching. And we'll catch you again next time. A Wilco Productions podcast. Bye-bye, driver. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. FestPod, the unofficial rock festival guide, is part of the Acast Creator Network.